0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message.
1: No Let's put our for the Lord Jesus as we
0: welcome Dr. okay Anuza to bring the word of God to us.
1: Praise the Lord. We give God all the glory. My
0: wife and I are pleased to be here today. Amen. Our meditation is on spiritual empowerment. And there is one thing that anyone that desires to be empowered by God must know. And that is to appear before God himself. See, we live on earth, but we appear before God in heaven. And so let us um, um, take a hymn that gives us that picture. Come, let us join our cheerful songs with angels, That are surrounding the throne. Can you say amen to that?
1: Come, let us join our cheerful songs with angels round the throne. And the
0: dead,
1: they cried.
0: King immortal, invisible, the only true God, the ruler and the possessor of all heaven and earth. We join the hosts of heaven. We join the four and twenty elders. We join the four living creatures. We join the entire company of cherubims and seraphims and all the saints triumphant. We join them. To worship at your feet. To say holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Lord, we worship your majesty. We ask that it may please you to come and fellowship with us. Breathe your life into us. Commune with our hearts by your spirit. Empower us, O God. That the world may hear you and see you through us. That the kingdom of our God may prosper in our lives. And prosper everywhere we go. For we pray in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Our meditation is on spiritual empowerment. And it is important for you to know why it is necessary that we seek spiritual empowerment. From the book of Job, we learn a lesson that Anything that is happening on earth has its origins where? Uh oh, where? Yes, in the spiritual realm. That's where it's all coming from. In Job chapter 1, the Bible says there was a day on in heaven when the sons of God appeared before God. And Lucifer was there. And what was he doing? Seeking a certain permission. And then the almighty God said, I grant you the permission. Everything that Job has is, you're open to, is open to you, except Job himself. Because the devil said, you've put a hedge around this man. We cannot touch him. If you move the hedge, then we can touch him. And then God said, okay, I'll move the hedge. I'll put his business outside the hedge. I'll put his family outside his head except his wife but he and his wife will remain inside the hedge and then what happened to everything outside the hedge everything went it's important to be spiritually empowered because you and I need to attend that conference where those decisions and permissions take place you and I need empowerment so that when we to get our own matching orders from there we come here and execute it it's not only the devil that gets matching orders and comes to execute you and i because we are created in the image of god we are also to appear before god and get empowered and get commissioned and then we begin to execute the purposes of god on the earth there is one thing you and i must know we have not been saved to come to church every Sunday and then sing and dance and worship there's nothing wrong with that it's wonderful but the church is an academy a school to train men and women in how to be empowered so they can become soldiers of Christ everywhere they are they're fighting and winning and causing the kingdom of our God to prosper in that place. Nobody is saved to be a spectator in the house of God. Nobody. No matter your status in life, whether you're highly placed or lowly placed, it's immaterial. There are souls at every corner needing to be transformed. Needing light in the midst of darkness. You know, there are people who cannot witness where they are. Do you know that? They cannot give out tracks where they are. Because if they give out tracks, nobody will take it from them. Yes, nobody will take it. The people will tell them, I think you are the first person who needs to... Read this, you attract. Yes. Yes. But you see, that that is a horrible thing to say of a Christian. That you cannot give out tract in your family. You cannot give your husband. You cannot give your wife. You know, husband and wife that cannot say, ah, read this, so it's wonderful. uh -uh. Once they look at it, they say, uh ah, you are the first person that needs to read this thing. Yes. We must be Empowered. Because nobody can live the Christian life in their own strength. It's not possible. It is not possible. Okay? And that's why we are studying empowerment. So that you and I know that you cannot, you cannot just sit down. And every day will be passing. No, you must be part of the army. That God is using to change this nation. Can you say amen to that? When we were praying in the first service, the Holy Spirit whispered to me that there are people here he wants to use. I know you can, you can, you can hear that. And you say, okay. I know, is that Brother Johnson that goes to Abuja? Okay. I know, is that Sister Mary? Eh, they say he meets with uh, 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 Buhari's uh, PA. It's not about that. You know, because you see, unless you start changing where you are, ah, nobody's going to call you to any other change. You want to stop bribery and corruption in Abuja. But you can't stop it in a, a Barakwa local government where you are. <laughs> where you are the chief secretary. Where do you sign contracts that are inflated. Ah, You cannot change anything anywhere. You cannot change anything anywhere. If you start changing it, you know, I went to a filling station to buy fuel. It's very basic. My phone rang. So, you know, they say you should answer phone near the petrol. So I moved away. I told the boy put uh, 3,000. He put 3,000 on the pump. As soon as I came back, he said, yeah, it's already 3,000. I I switched on my fuel gauge. Uh -uh. The thing is still uh, down there. It was before they raised fuel prices. 3,000 used to fill the tank. I looked at him. I said, if I look at you two times, continue putting fuel there, please. (laughs) So he continued putting, you see? Why did he continue putting? Because he knew what, yes. Yes. You don't have to be big to stop corruption and evil. No, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Some people are thinking, if I were a minister. So, no, where you are. And that's why we are looking at the man Moses. We are looking at him. So that we can understand empowerment. When God called him in Exodus chapter 3. Okay, when God called him. It was a powerful encounter. If you read the whole story, you know, Moses kept refusing, kept refusing until he made God angry. Because he kept feeling he was what? Inadequate. He even said, I can't talk very well, I stammer. And God said, okay, Aaron is your brother. Aaron doesn't stammer. Aaron will go with you. So Aaron will be speaking and you will be telling Aaron what to say. But you see, when you come from such an encounter, where you are sure you've met with God, the impression is that as soon as you get there, everything will be, yes, yes. This is the story of the mountains of an empowered, the mountain that an empowered Christian can still climb in their lives. Come with me then. Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 5. You have received your encounter You are bold You are bristling With power Afterward verse 1 says Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh Thus says the Lord God of Israel Let my people go That they may hold their feast to me In the wilderness And Pharaoh said Who is the Lord That I should obey his voice To let Israel go I do not know the Lord nor will I let Israel go so they said the God of the Hebrews has met with us please let let us go three days journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword then the king of Egypt said to them Moses and Aaron why do you take the people from their work? get back to your labor and Pharaoh said, Look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and you shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it for their idol. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God let more work be laid on the men that they may labor in it and let them not regard false words. What is the meaning of that? When the man that was empowered came and announced to the people that God has come to deliver them, everybody was excited. Everybody was excited. But when he went to Pharaoh to make the same announcement, Things did not, get, did not get better. Instead, they got what? They got worse. You know, that's where many people are confused. They said, if I've been empowered, if I've been sent, why are things getting, uh, yes, worse, not better? But when you read Exodus chapter 6, Then you see where the Lord made Moses realize that. When you are empowered, you are not running your program. You are running whose program? Yes, you are running God's program. You know, I want to take you to Exodus chapter 6. You know, Exodus chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, he will let them go. And with a strong hand, he will drive them. He will be the one to drive them out of his land. And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, Lord, I was not known to them. I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan the land of their pilgrimage in which they were strangers in other words god said to moses hey i commissioned you to do my program my way okay those are the lessons we learn in when you begin to seek empowerment it's not so that you can go out there and start doing your own thing no it's so that you will go there and just do as, I, as God says, Jesus said, as I hear, I judge. And the, my judgment is not mine. My judgment is that of him that what? Sent me. Yes. In John chapter 5 verse 30, he said the son can do nothing of himself. But only whatsoever he sees the father do. Those are the basic lessons of men and women who seek employment. How does that translate? Okay, so you're in an office where they collect bribes regularly. And then they share it. They told me of a, a man that went to a, a, a state office to, to file an affidavit. They charged him 2000 And when he came to collect it, they gave him a receipt of 100 naira. But he's a lawyer. So he insisted that it's either you give me a receipt of 2,000. Or you give me a change of uh, 1,900. When he insisted, they said, ah, some of the people who shared the money have already gone home. The lawyer said, whether they have gone home or not, I need either a receipt of 2,000 or what? My change. They had to produce the change. You see? They had to produce the change. You see? To be empowered is to know exactly where you stand and what righteousness is what? All about. What is all about? Moses came there, bristling with power. Let the people go. Pharaoh said, who is the Lord? I don't know any such person. Please go back to your work. Now, let me show you what really got to Moses. What got to Moses is in Exodus chapter 5 from verse 19. That's what got to him. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said You shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. Then as they came out from Pharaoh, they met Moses and Aaron who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, let the Lord look on you and judge. Because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on these people? Why is it you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to these people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. What is Moses grumbling about? He said, Lord, you sent me here. I came here and I announced a program. And things, instead of getting better, they got worse. And now the people are saying to me, God will uh, mm." in other words, Moses was no longer feeling uh, empowered. Yes. But when you see what God said in chapter 6, he said to Moses, hey, Continue your work, my friend. I will do this my way. Now, but you see, now in retrospect, looking back, we can see what God was doing. Because amongst the Hebrews, there are two levels that the slaves who actually worked in the sand pits to make the mud, to build the pyramids. But there were the Hebrews who were the supervisors, the leaders, they are the ones supervising to make sure that the quota of brick is produced every day. Those ones who are working for the Egyptians. Now, if Moses announces Exodus, who are the people you think will be willing to go? Huh? The slaves, of course. Those taskmasters, those um, those supervisors, they would like to stay because they are privileged. You know, that is what is happening. If you say they stay, this you say, nah. Let it remain like that, too. Because I don't want to, them to remove me from. Uh, yes, so. This thing you are saying now, if, if I join you to say, they will remove me. I don't want them to remove me. So please, please, stop all this righteousness. I'm, I know I'm a Christian, but I cannot risk my uh, position. No. No. But you know what God did to move them? He made life difficult for them. They started to can them. When they couldn't complete the same quarter of bricks, they started to cane them too. So now, when Moses said, let us go, everybody. It is called strategic mass mobilization. Now, if they asked you and I to go and do it, we will buy PA system and loudspeakers and buy a bus and we'll be going from quarter to quarter let us go, let us go, let us go As soon as you finish, another person will carry another one We are not going, to, we are not going to, are not. But when God mobilizes the people Everybody is what? That's the work of an empowered person Follow God's program Don't worry about temporary outcomes Follow God's program And you'll see what will happen in the end Okay? Now let us go to the next one where we see Moses again. We see Moses again in Exodus chapter 10. In Exodus chapter 10, verse 22. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. But Moses said, You must also give us sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock also shall go with us. Not a hoof, shall be left behind. For we must take some of them to serve the Lord our God. And even we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. But the Lord had in Pharaoh's heart and he would not let them go. Then Pharaoh said to him, Finally, Pharaoh got really mad. Get away from me. Take heed to yourself. And see my face no more. For in the day you see my face, you shall what? Oh yes, you shall die. And Moses said, you have spoken well. I will never see your face again. Absolutely. By the time Pharaoh had tasted... Of the anointing on the life of Moses. And seeing the wonders and the signs that God has produced through him. Pharaoh said, don't come here again. I said, don't come here again. Don't forget that those kings, they have the power of life and what? But he forgot he was Pharaoh. Finally, when he thought... I can't, there's no way to get Don't come here again Because if you come here again I will kill you Moses said It is well said We shall see each other No more When a man Is empowered and he's following God's agenda Every program is orchestrated That was the 10th plague That was the 10th plague And God was ready to do the last one. That was the ninth plague. God was ready to do the last one. And then Israel will be out of Egypt. An empowered Christian must know that God wants you to do a program for him where he has placed you and the program details are his. Okay? But how does he empower us? How does he empower us? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ taught us the way of empowerment in the Bible. So come with me to Luke chapter 11. Verse 5. And he said to them, which of you shall have a friend? And go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and I have nothing to say before him and he will answer from within and say do not trouble me the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed I cannot rise and give to you verse 8 I say to you though he will not rise and give to him because he is friend yet because of his persistence that's the word he will rise and give him as many as he needs verse 9 so I say to you ask and it will be what given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be opened to you for how many people everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be what To those who ask him. Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Now, we begin from where our Lord Jesus Christ began. To go to a friend at midnight. You know, sometimes when I want to call the people and it's 10 o'clock, my wife will tell me, it's already what? Two years, they're asleep. Don't wake them up. Don't wake them up. She tells me all the time. Don't wake them up. It's too late. But this one didn't call at 10 o'clock. Jesus said he went at what? Midnight. Midnight. Knocking on the door. Can somebody do that to you? 12 midnight. Say, who is that? He said, ah, it's Yemisi. What do you want? A loaf of bread. He said, Yemisi, you are coming to knock on my door at midnight for. Oh, yes. But you see, Jesus is saying to us, look at the confidence that you have in going to knock at 12 midnight at the door of somebody. You know, the Bible said, even though it was convenient, even though you cannot imagine that somebody will be so planless that you'll be looking for a loaf of bread at the middle of the night. He said, but because it's his friend, he say he will get up and give him everything he needs. And he's telling you and I about the relationship. See, people are seeking an empowerment. But they don't really have a relationship with Christ. They have religion. They come to church. They have religion. They pay their tithes. They have religion. They give their offering. But they don't know the man. Do you know that I went to a church during Easter? And I asked them, what time did Jesus die? What time? You know that they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know what time he died. Some of them don't even know what day he's crucified. They don't know that what Good Friday means. But you see, they are ready to, 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 to pray. You, you died for me, you died for me. What day? What time? Eh, well, any time he died, it doesn't matter Really? You know, but he died anyway. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know. There is no relationship. What did he die for? Eh, so that I can get American. Eh, eh. That's why he died. Hmm. He died so that I can win that eh, contract. Yes, that's why he died. He died. You know. they, they don't know why he died. That is what religion is all about. They, they see God in the context of their own needs. They don't see God in the context of the purpose for which Jesus came. And so they can be living their lives. And yet, they don't understand empowerment. They don't understand the purpose. Because the Bible says that Jesus came. Not just to die to save us from our sins. But to model the spiritual life. That's why he said God ordained that we should be conformed to the image of Christ. And what was the image of Christ? I came down from heaven. Not to do my own will. But the will of him that what? Sent me. Yes. That's why I came. That's why I came. To do the will of God on earth. Whether it's in my family, whether it's at work, whether it's in my business, whether it's in the marketplace, everywhere I am, I came from heaven to do the will of God. And that's why I need empowerment. Jesus himself needed empowerment. The Bible says at his baptism, the heavens were opened and the Spirit of God did what? Came down upon him. Now, if you you read... Um, uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 1 or Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 they read the same he was led of the spirit into the what? wilderness to be what? tempted by the devil the spirit that came upon him took over the control of the program and that's why empowerment is by the Holy Spirit a man that is not empowered you cannot do it Because the program you are running is controlled from heaven. It's controlled from heaven. You see, it's good for us to be very uh, 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 wonderful church members. It's good. But we mustn't forget that the reason he saved us is to shine the light in a world of what? Darkness. I want you to come with me. Come with me. To Philippians chapter 2 May, maybe put it up for us Philippians chapter 2 um, from verse 12 from verse 12 to 17 if, I, if you get your own before me are you there? oh you're not okay Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 okay what does it say? therefore My beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Do what? Walk out your own, not my own, walk out your own what? Salvation. With what? In other words, when you, you surrender your life to Christ, you receive salvation. It's a package. Okay, it's a package. They say, open it and then work it out. Let it express at home. Let it express at work. Let it express in the marketplace. Let it express as you're doing your contract. Let it express everywhere you are. Work out this salvation with the fear of God and trembling so that you don't sin. Okay? Okay. And then what is the next verse? For it is God, that's the empowerment. For it is God who works in you. Both to what? Do you know what that means? The program is God. Both to will. What you are going to do. How you are going to do it. Is God, is, God is the one who determines it. Both to will and to do. Of what? Yes, not my own good pleasure, not your own good pleasure, not the good pleasure of our organization, nor of his own good pleasure. So, every single one of us, we are candidates to work out the good pleasure of God in our lives everywhere we are. You know, that's why, you see, if that young man that was stealing money from his company and bringing to church, if he knew that, he would never have done that. Because he will know that he is to work out God's what? Good pleasure. The fact that your church was building a huge auditorium, it doesn't mean you should steal money and bring to them. No. Because you should work out your salvation. God is at work in you to will and to do of God's what? Good pleasure. God's good pleasure. And everybody needs to understand the meaning of that because one day you are going to die. Just like me, one day. And then, if you appear before God, if, because if you don't live right, nobody knows. Some people are promising heaven and earth. Don't worry, because you came and uh, answered the altar call, because they lay hands on you and prayed for you, they are going to heaven. It doesn't matter what you do or you don't do. They will forgive you everything. You to go to heaven. And there are people believing that, you know. That you can live anyhow, talk anyhow, go anyhow, do business anyhow. When you die, because you are going to church regularly, Angel Gabriel will uh, receive you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The only problem with that, you know the only problem? The day you die, you go there by yourself. The man that promised you that will not, uh, he won't be there, you know. So that when you get there, they say, ah, you cannot enter. Say, ah, please come and speak to them. These people are confused here. They don't know how uh, uh, faithful I was. Please help me tell them. Oh, yes. That's why it's important say, work out your own salvation. Because God is the one going to lead you, show you how to work it out. So that you can be successful in it. Now, look at the next verse. He said, Do all things without complaining and disputing. That you may become what? Blameless. You know, blameless and harmless. Children of God without what? Yes, without fault. Children of God without fault. That's what they want us to be. That's what the Bible is saying to you and I. Children of God without fault. Not that I came to your house and you and your wife has turned yourself into Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson. Yes, children of God without fault. Without fault. Now, the next statement is very important. In the midst of a crooked and perverse what? Yes, the Bible is saying all the world around us is crooked and perverse amongst whom what are you doing you are shining as what what is the meaning of that so when uh, mr joseph and his wife are evander holyfield that was my care you and your own wife are jesus and uh, peter yes you know humility Kindness, you know, totally the opposite. So that after some time they will come and meet you. Nah, I know my wife and I are the ones settling us, but we haven't seen you. Yes, tell us what, why, why, why you have you have not been fighting each other? What is the secret? What is the secret? That is here. There is no secret other than who, Jesus. Yes, since I gave my life to Christ now. When my wife uh, annoys me, before I will put out my hand and uh, ah, clean her out so that she will, she will know that I'm the man uh, uh, now. But after I gave my life to Christ, when I raised my hand, he said, Put it back. Ah, so now my hand is permanently. Yes, yeah, so when my wife now does. Uh, what I don't like, I put two hands in my pocket. I'm singing, Hallelujah for the Lord God, omnipotent rain. Yes, so that's what I'm singing now. The Lord God, omnipotent rain. He said, You are shining as light. You know, it's not like the, the man that is fighting with his wife. They said, Let's go to that our Sunday school teacher. He will counsel us. When they got near the door, ah uh-uh. ah. The woman fell on the ground, carried the chair, hit the man. The man said to his wife, Let us go home before these people will teach us the one we don't know. <laughs> because what they are doing inside there is worse than. Uh, yes. Yes. You know, there must come a time you yourself will decide I must work out my salvation with fear and what? Yes. Yes. So many people don't understand that they commissioned us, they saved us, and commissioned us to shine the light in the world. You get into some environments, it's so toxic. The words they speak to each other is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They will cause father, mother, grandmother, you know, cause the whole family. And these are people in a relationship. So after a while you realize that I need to be empowered though. because there is no light in me not to talk about shining. I don't even have any light because the Bible says that Jesus came into the world and he brought light and his light is the life of men. The, the, the life he brought is the light of all men and that light is shining in What? darkness and the darkness couldn't resist it in other words no matter the provocation no matter the incendiary words no matter what they do or do not do it doesn't change how you respond because you keep shining as what light that is it so that god can use you and i to change the world you know christianity is not people who just come to church no God is looking for men and women he will use to change the world. The believers are in darkness of sin and evil. And he wants to empower you and I. But then you're saying that um, if I have to shine a light, that means my husband can be saying rubbish and I'll keep quiet. I don't think I can keep quiet too. I may keep quiet for one day, but if he says it the next day... I don't think I will be able to keep quiet. But when you are empowered, no matter what they say or don't say, no matter what they do or they don't do, you continue to love and to pray. And then the power of God will what? Come down. That's how empowerment works. Once you and I are ready to pay the price, empowerment comes. The Holy Spirit will give us the grace, the patience, the, 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 the courage the boldness, to stand up and say, no, 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 this is not the way to go. This is not the way to go. I don't know if you, if you are already in a real struggle in your home. God is calling you now. He's calling you now. He's calling you now to make today that turning point of your life that from today parents, in-laws, neighbors, they will know That I have decided to follow who? Jesus. Yes. Not to come to church. I have decided to follow Jesus in my life. Okay. Now, now, I want to show you something else. Because, uh, 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 um, uh, um, I think the pastor will be interested in this one. Okay. Verse 15 says, Verse 14 says, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Verse 16, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. What am I rejoicing about? That I have not run my race and labored in what? Yes. You know, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You know, you're a pastor of a church. Then a member of your congregation now dies and comes to heaven. And then you're at the gate watching. Yes. Quick church. Uh, First Pentecostal Lagos. Okay. What's your name? Okereke Okerafo. Okereke Okerafo. First Pentecostal Lagos. Enter. Not found. Pastor will put two hands in the head and be shouting. This is... uh, My head or shall. This is my head or shall. It's a deacon. It's a deacon. They say name not. uh, That's what Paul is saying. Say In the day of Christ. It will be terrible. If I have run my race in. uh, And labored amongst you in vain. And labored amongst you in vain. That is it. That is the joy of every minister. That is all. Everybody you have had the privilege to pastor, after they die, they will go to where? Heaven. Yes. And not only will they go to heaven, they will go to heaven confident that they have, done, um, they have done what God wanted them to do. They have fulfilled their destiny. That's what it is. But they were challenged and tested in the marketplace, at home, everywhere. They were so empowered that they stood firm. That is it. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Because even if you buy your pastor a private jet, when he himself dies, where will he leave it? Huh? Is that what he's going to fly to heaven? Yes. Every other thing will stay here. Every other thing. The benefit that he will carry to heaven is to see you there. That's the one he will carry to heaven. Because the Bible says, those that turn men to righteousness, they will shine like what? Stars. Yes. That's how the pastor, the leader, will shine like star in eternity. Because the people he taught, they understood the way of Christ. They lived the way of Christ. They were used by God to change their world. That's it. Every other benefit will stay here. A man died in South Africa. It's a true story. He wrote a will that they should bury him inside his car. They should dress him up in his suit with his cap, sit him down in his owner's corner, and bury the car. What do you think of such a man? He's a foolish man. Because he, he, there's no way he's taking that car to. He's just so selfish. He doesn't want another person to drive it. <laughs> you know? Nothing else will pass. But those souls that came to heaven, they will form stars for the pastor. You know? His, his light will be shining. And those souls, the ones they touched, they will also give them stars. And so you have a stream of stars. That's what it is. That's what it is. And that's why we desire empowerment. So Jesus said, Jesus said, Ask and you shall be what? Yes. He said, A friend came at midnight. Okay? Ask ask, when last did you ask to be empowered to live godly? Some people have never asked to. Say, Lord, I need you to empower me. I want to live what? Godly. I want to live an honest, righteous life. I want to live a humble life. I want to live a holy life. I need the Holy Ghost to empower me. You know, a lot of people never ask. I say, so how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in your own strength? It's not possible. You know, you might decide now. Okay, pastor, this thing you are saying is true. Okay, from today, I will be really very humble from today. No matter what my wife will say or do, I'll be very humble. Okay, as if your wife had you, as soon as you got home, he said, "Please, can you wash the plates?" He said, "Ah, uh-uh. I say I will be humble. Please, don't just spoil this my uh, resolution for me. Please, please, please." The very next minute, the whole thing has uh, fallen apart. You can nobody can do it in their own strength, but when you ask the Holy Spirit to empower you, when you say you'll be humble. And then you got home today. They say, can you wash the plates? said, hallelujah. That's an opportunity to show. Yes. Eh, Lord, I thank you. This is a wonderful uh, opportunity to show humility. Uh-uh. When you start washing the plate, your wife is like, uh-uh. what is going on? <laughs> I really wanted to set him on fire. Now he has poured cold water. That is it. That is it. You know. And then the neighbors, when they now see that ah, something has happened here, they start coming. Like one of my uh, staff, you know, he married his wife. They were living in a a, a a block of flats, you know. I asked him. I said, "Do you do you wash plates I told him. He said, "Yes, so I do dishes." I said, "Do you clean the floor?" He said, "Yes, I do floor." I said, "Do you bath baby?" He said, "Yes, I bath baby." you. The only one he doesn't do is poo-poo. I said, you do poo-poo. He said, ah, Igbe." But do you know what he told me? He told me that the wives in that four block of flats, they're coming to meet him. He said, you're spoiling your wife. You're spoiling your wife. Uh-uh. You're just spoiling this woman. Don't, 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 don't. Why are you spoiling her? It's the women, though. I told him, you see, I said, that's not what they want to tell you. That's what they're telling you. But that's not what they want to tell you. What they want to tell you is, can you come
1: and talk to us? Eh?
0: We need to enjoy this thing your wife is. Eh? eh? That is it. That's how we shine as light. That's how we shine as light. You know? So that we can change the world. You see, a lot of people want to change Nigeria, but they want to become uh, minister of finance in Abuja. I said, be minister of finance in your house there. Begin the change where you are. You see, when God sees how you are managing the change where you are, then they can promote you to a higher level. Yes. A higher level of responsibility. The apostle Paul said, I want you to shine as light so that I would not have run my race in vain. Okay? So, Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Okay, now, that speaks to us of God's liberality. John chapter 3, verse 34. The Bible says in the second part of that verse, that the God of heaven, he gives the spirit without what? Measure. You know what that means? If you need, let's say, um, level five spirit empowerment to do the work they won't give you level two because they have enough to yes he does not give without he gives without measure in other words there's no restriction as to the amount of non- anointing and empowerment you can receive and so everywhere you go you face a challenge you go to god and ask for a new anointing commensurate to the challenge yes Commensurate to the challenge. Don't, don't, don't try to fight this battle in your own strength. It's not possible. It's not. It is not possible. That's why Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive. And then peradventure, you've asked. You didn't receive. You said, then seek oh. What does that mean? There may be other things you need to add to your asking. Yes. That's why some things, sometimes you come to God and say, Oh, Lord, look at the obstacles. Yeah, you need some virtue to position you. You know, having in a readiness, you know, Second Corinthians 10, 6, having in a readiness to avenge all disobedience. But first, your own obedience must be complete. yes. So that's why we seek. Lord, is there anything that is hindering me? That's how we seek. Lord, reveal to me. ah, ah, You give the spirit without measure. So I need to be empowered to face this challenge. Is there anything that is hindering me? And that's why the spirit will begin to speak to you. Ah, um, go and apologize to John. Go and uh, say... uh, forgive Mary. They, they will tell you all the places where there are hindrances and the moment you move those hindrances away through genuine repentance and restitution where necessary the door will what open that's why he said when you seek you shall what find yes he said seek you will find seek you will find so never forget to ask is there an obstacle that I need to address so that the anointing can come down? Because once the anointing comes down, ah, then the victory is with me. The victory is with me. So don't let things linger. Don't let things uh, overwhelm you. Don't let situations enslave you so that every day you are sleeping with your boss because you don't want to lose your job. no. No. Or every day you are sleeping with a, a, a somebody because you, you, you don't want you don't want to become poor. No, there anyone and everyone, there anyone and everyone, even if I have to starve, I will not do this thing. What? Again? Oh yes, oh yes. People have made that decision. I preached like this in our church. A lady came and met me. After the service. She said, I've driven my sugar daddy away. He came to me after that and I told him, I'm now genuinely born again. I will not do this thing again. He said, the man said, my money has now genuinely born again too. So, oh yes. So when she came to church, I said, what can you do? She said, she's a seamstress, but she doesn't have equipment. I called a few people, we got that money. And empowered her. So that she can live godly. That's what it's about. So she can live godly. I tell people, you must always support godliness. You must always... You see somebody struggling to be godly. Ah, you must, you must uh, 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 support them. You must support them. So that they can, they can live godly. So these are, the, these are the real challenges. These are the real challenges of, a, of our calling. Okay, The reason why we seek empowerment, you see, we know that the enemy can be ferocious and very intimidating. They can be threatening. But you see, you're not intimidated by their threats. Instead, it becomes a subject of what? Prayer. Oh God, this man is threatening me. I need an anointing to deal with those threats. Ask, ask. I need an anointing to deal with those threats. To put everything in place. Everything is the anointing. How how will the Father not give the Holy Spirit to everyone who asks? Jesus said, ask, ask, seek. Knock. You know, a lot of people don't uh, understand knocking. You say, knocking. You know, the thing you are looking for, Maybe locked up somewhere. Okay? And that's where persistence. Persistence. You know, you remember that, the, 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 the story of the widow. Importunate widow. You know, he did what the Yorubas call osho malo. Abi? Ah, uh, yeah, osho Yes. You know, the, the judge wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Somebody is sitting on the doorstep. As soon as he opens the door, avenge me of my adversary. Avenge me. Avenge me. The judge will run inside. He will go to work through the back door. Then finish work, he comes home. As soon as he goes coming home, the woman is sitting by the door. Avenge me. He will run inside through the back door. After some time, he says, this woman is going to drive me uh, crazy. Yes. That's what Jesus said. If the judge can respond like that, what about God who is good? And that's why persistence, persistence. So you said, eh, I told God to empower me, but uh, my, my husband and I, the relationship is no better. I've been telling him to empower me, but it's not better. I said, persevere. And whatever he asks you to do, do, yes. Persevere. A lot of people know, don't know that. When you ask for empowerment, and the Spirit says do this, if you don't do it, then you haven't sown the seed that will bring the harvest. Yes, that's how it works. Whatever he asks you to do, do it. Then that's the seed that will bring the harvest. So there are so many, so many challenges. You know, how many people know the story of Gideon? You know the story of Gideon in the Bible? You raise your hand. You know the story of B- Okay, but you know, Gideon was the leader that delivered Israel. From the uh, uh, Amalekites. But let me tell you what happened. What happened is that after God met him, he said, God is with you, that mighty man of valor. Gideon said, how can God be with me? I am threshing wheat in the wine press. You know what that means? I'm hiding, you know, to thresh my wheat. But do you know what God said to him? See that idol in your father's house. Go and do what? Push it down. Push it down. You have to push it down. Gideon was like, (laughs) "Yay! If I push this thing down, the people are going to kill me. Yes. But then in the night, he gathered some young men and they pushed it down. Do you know why he pushed it down? If he didn't push it down, that empowerment will not take place. It won't take place. So you want to be empowered to take on a whole army... I take on the army, the little army in your compound there. And prove that uh, 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 you are serious about empowerment. Or you take the one you have received now. Go and push down the idol in your father's compound. And Gideon did. And then after that, everything is history. God empowered him. We're going to continue this meditation. Do you know why? Nigeria is in desperate need of men and women who will stand up to repair the country. Everywhere you go, everybody says everything is hopeless. There's so much uh, corruption, so much evil. People are in all kinds of positions compromised. And many are Christians born again, tongue speaking, Holy Ghost baptized. That tells you that something is what? Seriously. So, It behoves you and I to go into your closet and kneel down and say, Lord, I cannot continue to lead a compromised life. I need you to empower me. So that I can go to the same place where I have been compromised and begin to say what? No. And begin to say no. Not in another place. No, in the same place. And begin to say no. Nobody can do such a thing in their own strength. The world will intimidate you. They will frighten you. They will threaten you. But once you're empowered, uh, Moses, Moses was a fugitive from justice, but he went to Pharaoh and said, let my people... Yes, that's what empowerment is about. That's what empowerment is You're no longer afraid of their consequences or their threats. And for, for weeks, Pharaoh forgot that he was Pharaoh until the end of the challenge. said to Moses, don't dare to see my face again and Moses said, you've spoken well we will not see each other yes, and then like God said Pharaoh began to call Moses and say, please come and uh, go come and go, go, every livestock everything, just go, just go before we're all dead here that's the power of empowerment that an empowered person makes a difference God is calling you and I. Bow your head and pray. And begin to say to him, Lord, I cannot continue to lead a defeated life. I cannot continue to lead a defeated life. Jesus, empower me by your Holy Spirit. I want to stay strong. I want to truly represent you. All the confusion in my life must come to an end. Must come to an end. I need you to come into my life and truly, truly open my life up and empower me by your spirit so that I can represent you in the world. There are men and women here God wants to position. So say to Him, Lord, I'm available. Show me the way of empowerment. Show me the way an empowered man leads their life so that I can lead godly, a godly life here and position myself to be used by you to your glory. And you have never really done this before. Then do it now, do it now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior let your Holy Spirit come into me and change my life and change my life and if you're praying that prayer my brother my sister I want to pray with you because unknown to you God may have a wonderful thing for you to do but he will need you to make a dedication a commitment from your heart that will position you for empowerment. So if you're praying that prayer here today, I want to pray with you. So wherever you're just raise your hand. Raise raise it up. Raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Is there someone here raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Is there someone here? Is there someone here? Yes, God bless you. Raise up your hand. Don't 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 care whoever is watching or seeing, just raise your hand and say, "I want to be empowered. I need a new life. I need a new life." I need to go into my world today and bring about change. And come back with awesome testimonies of how God has used me to change my world. To change my world. Is there someone else that God is calling? Just raise your hand. We want to reach you. Just raise your hand. Is there someone else? Is there anyone else? Just raise your hand. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. My heart really goes out to men and women. You see, you have a great destiny in God. But but because of all manners of compromises, nothing is working. Nothing is working to position you to make such a great difference in life and prepare men and women for heaven. Is there someone here else Just before we pray says there someone Just raise your hand Just raise your hand Now those of you that have your hand raised Please stand to your feet Come and join me here Let us pray Come and join me Let us pray Come 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 and join me And let us pray Come from wherever you are Come Even if the ushers didn't uh, greet you Don't worry Just come It's okay to come And let us pray When you sow this seed God will use you To make a difference You will be God's anchor man You will be the one That he will empower So come Come Yes come Come from wherever you are Come. And the wonderful thing Is that the Bible says God is no respecter of persons You know When you surrender to him, he will empower you. And other people will just be watching. They will just be watching. while glorious things are happening in your life. Yes, come my brother. God bless you. Is there anyone else coming? Is there anyone else coming? There's a few that are here. Just put your right hand to your chest. You know, there is something, there is something I do. When I put my hand like this. It's because I want God to know that. I am praying from my heart. And I plan to follow through. No matter the cost. I plan to follow through. I must follow through. So I want you to say with me. Oh Lord my God. Oh I can't hear you. Oh Lord my God. I ask you. To please forgive me all my sins. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and sit on the throne of my heart and rule over my life. I will love you. I will obey you. I will serve you. I will walk with your Holy Spirit every day of my life so that the purposes of God may be fulfilled in my life. This is my heart's desire. Please answer me speedily. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Can you put your right hand on your head as I pray for you? Father, here are men and women that you have called. You said those you called You justify. And those you justify, you glorify. Lord, having called these ones, and they have responded, may all their past sins be washed away now in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, you are the one that justifies, that glorifies. Come upon them now glorify them by the power of your presence in the name of jesus christ lord as they live here today may they receive grace to ask for empowerment every day every time they face a challenge let them pray lord jesus empower me and you and lord as they pray answer them speedily in the name of jesus let these ones become vessels that will lead to great testimonies that will change other lives. Thank you for hearing us. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Okay. you Okay. You can follow our brother. Follow our brother. Shall we all stand? I want you to join me in that song. I live for
1: Jesus day after day. I live for Jesus. Let come what may. The Holy Spirit. Day after day, I leave for Jesus. Day after day, day, after day. I leave for Jesus. Let come one
0: brother, I want you to identify obstacles to godliness in your life. The Bible calls them besetting sins. Everything falls down once you get there. Everything falls down. Now speak, seek specific empowerment to overcome it. That place where everything falls down, whether it's at work, at home, in your relationships, that place where it will be called the Achilles heel is the weakness in the whole thing. Now ask for a special empowerment to overcome it. So that you will know that empowerment breaks bonds, breaks yokes. Ask for it. Ask for it. Ask. Say, Lord, I need a special empowerment to break through this corruption, this bribery, this immorality. I need a special anointing to break through this. I receive that anointing now, oh God, that I may walk in victory in this area. Position me to be light in my world, oh God. Through victories, victories over temptations, victory over snares, victory over evil. There are giants here, eagles that, will, that should soar, fly high and be used by God to change lives. But if you seek empowerment, all those obstacles, you'll be surprised how the anointing will break every
1: yoke. I live for Jesus Day after day, I live for Jesus. Let Let come what may, the Holy Spirit.
0: hand on your chest on your chest and say with me oh lord my god I ask you to please empower me today and every day that I may live victoriously over every challenge over every intimidation over every snare give me the courage give me the boldness give me the wisdom give me the humility to stay empowered and to win this is my heart's desire I receive empowerment now in the name of Jesus thank you for hearing me for in Jesus name I pray And all the people said, Father, breathe your very life into us. That the weak may become strong. The timid may become bold. The fearful may become courageous. And have the courage and the boldness to say no to what is wrong. That your people may be positioned to be light in the world of darkness. Thank you for hearing us. Because we shall have testimonies of their empowerment and the diverse ways they are using them to bring light, to bring healing, to bring health, to prosper and increase in all the ways that the anointing will speak. Thank you for hearing us. For in Jesus' precious name we pray And all the people said,
1: Amen.